Welcome to Conscious Business, where entrepreneurs learn to master their mindset, conquer their fear, and step into their bigger game. Now, here's your host, Julie Zuzak. Hello, and welcome to Conscious Business and this series that we're doing on situational blueprinting. So, today, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news for you. Let's start with the bad news. So the bad news is that we're coming to the end of the series on situational blueprinting. Now the good news is that I have some really, really fun and completely random episodes coming up for you after this series is done. And I think that you're going to enjoy them. I'm a stickler for continuity. So I want to do this whole series, get it through to completion, and then I'm going to sprinkle in a couple of good episodes with you. Some interviews, some interesting books that I've read lately, and some important concepts and downloads that I've had recently that I think that you're going to really appreciate and benefit from. Because I know you like to learn just as much as I do. So I think you're going to really, really enjoy it. So I want to share also something that I did last week that was really, really fulfilling and life-changing. And I have a few shout-outs to give, but I'm going to get to that in the next segment. So as we wind down this series, we have a couple episodes left on situational blueprinting. I want to take a second here. I want to pause and I want to really, really acknowledge you and thank you for tuning in, for really listening and understanding the importance of blueprinting all these different situations in your life. I cannot stress enough just how important this is for you to do on your journey of entrepreneurship to think about the future, to intentionally create who you're going to be and how you are going to act when these experiences show up. You are essentially making the best business investment you could ever make, which is investing time in getting to know yourself. That is truly the smartest investment you can ever make in business. Because success is completely unfulfilling if it doesn't align with our big why, with our purpose, right? And I see this all the time with people who reach these milestones of epic success. You know, they've ticked all the boxes, they followed all the rules, and they've achieved, in air quotes, success by our social norms or standards, but they are freaking miserable and they don't understand why. And it's because they've done everything that they thought they should do They've played by everybody else's rules, and yet they're miserable. And this is because they haven't done something that is fulfilling to them. They are out of alignment with their values, and they aren't connected to their big why. So when I say that learning about yourself is the best business investment you can ever make, It is because this is what will allow you to know what your big why is and your purpose so that you can do things that fulfill that and make you happy. Because I don't want you to just experience success at the physical level, at the outer level. I want you to experience success holistically, which means you've got all the stuff you want, awesome, but you should also feel satisfied and proud and connected and purposeful on the inside. That's true, true success. So today we're going to blueprint for something that is really important that will happen in your business. You will reach the point, and 
some of you maybe already have, where you're completely in the weeds, you're overwhelmed, and you're no longer sure if you're even on track with your business. You might feel stuck. You might feel like you're spinning your wheels or that you're not making progress. We sometimes talk about this as being too busy working in your business to work on your business. So today, we're blueprinting for when you need to zoom out of your business so you can see the big picture. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First, we're going to look at what it feels like to be completely stuck and overwhelmed. Second, we're going to talk about the cause of being so overwhelmed. And then in our last segment, I'm going to give you four tips to help you create a blueprint to zoom out of your business and look at that big picture. Sound good? So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? So before we start zooming in and zooming out of your business, I have a huge shout out to do. So if you follow me on social media, especially on Instagram, you know that I spent last weekend up north doing something really fun. I was in Muskoka on the Girly Book Club retreat, which meant that I spent the weekend with some very, very powerful ladies a lot of books, and I was in one of the most beautiful settings in Ontario. So I got the chance to run a couple of workshops during this retreat, and you know, because a retreat is never really fully complete if you don't dedicate time to reflection, to really thinking about who you are, to deep dive into the self. I do believe, and I've learned this over the years, that the best and most transformative experiences are when we learn and grow from the inside out and the outside in. So we don't just do things at the physical level like hiking or kayaking or zip lining. We do something on the inside to understand who we are and what makes us tick. Now, the Girly Book Club, if you don't already know, isn't just your average book club it's different. It is a global book club and it has more than 80,000 members. Yes, I said 80,000 and more than 90 chapters around the world. So if you're like me and you have a passion or slight obsession with books, if you love to make new friends, then you'll definitely want to check out the Girly Book Club. I cannot even begin to list all of the incredible women that I have met and friends that I've made through this book club over the years. So the founder, let's start there, Erin Woodward. Now, Erin hosts this retreat. She is a dear friend of mine, and she has been on the podcast, so the name might be kind of familiar. If you dial back way back to episode 65, we did a great interview with Erin. We talked about how she came to discover and create the book club, what her purpose was, and how it has come to grow so big. So if you want to check out that episode, it's number 65. I think you'll really enjoy it. There's a lot of uh, reminiscing and nostalgic moments of our time together when we were in London. And that was more than 10 years ago. And these guys are celebrating their 10-year anniversary this year in August, which is pretty cool. So there's a few reasons, in addition to Aaron, why I love the Girly Book Club. Most obviously, 
because I love supporting Erin. I'm obviously incredibly proud of her, of her vision, of the business. But the business also aligns with me about so many other things that I love about books. You know, I've always loved reading and learning. I also love that this business really creates deep connections and community between women. And that's such a key conscious business principle is creating community or sangha. So there are lifelong friendships that develop from this book club. And it also provides people the chance to step into a leadership role. So when you start a chapter in your city, you get the opportunity to be the host in that city, which gives you the great opportunity to become a leader, to help guide discussions, to empower other women and teach them in that group setting. So you get to share your opinions about books, you get to talk about social issues and topics that are current. And I could go on and on and on about everything that I love about this business. But I also want to acknowledge their mission and purpose to give back to the community and really promote literacy in youth. But perhaps one of the biggest reasons, in addition to Erin, why I love this book club so much is that Erin is, and she'll admit this herself, she is an accidental entrepreneur. And we know that the best businesses ever are always those that are created to solve our own problems. And so Erin found herself, if you go back to 65, you'll hear her full story. She created this book club to meet a bunch of friends because she'd moved overseas to be with her partner and she was away from all her girlfriends. So the book club started really simply as a way for her to make some new friends. And now, fast forward 10 years later, there are 80 thousand members around the world. So I love this story and it's a great nudge and a reminder to you. Don't ever give me this BS story or excuse that you don't have any experience in business or you don't have any experience as an entrepreneur. You absolutely do not have to. All you do need to do is to have a passion and a clear purpose of what you want to create And you need to roll up your sleeves and you need to do a lot of hard work and be consistent and persistent. Because let's be honest, you do not get to 80,000 members globally by accident. That comes from a lot of hard work. So a few years ago, Erin decided to add to the business and start to run leadership retreats for her hosts. And this is really just as a thank you, as a give back to that community, because the hosts in all the different cities, they put in a lot of time, right? And this is such a great reminder to meet them again on the weekend and just hear all those little high touch things that they do for their members, whether it's going out of their way to make sure that people feel included and comfortable, whether it's taking time to find just that right venue that really facilitates great conversations. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes with these types of events that we don't ever even think about. And so This leadership retreat that she runs is a great opportunity to get everybody together as a way to say thank you, as a way to lean into each other, and as a way practically to share a lot of knowledge and best practices about what each chapter does. So I want to send out a huge hello to everyone and a thank you to all the ladies who let me join them on retreat last weekend. So thank you to Aaron and Ellen, to Steph, to Sam, to Raisa, to Jen, to Jessica, to Sarah, to Yolanda, to Di, to Joanne, to Katie, 
to Laura, to Val, to Catherine, and to Angela. Thank you, ladies. It was such a pleasure to either meet you or to see you this year again. And also special thanks to Aaron and Ellen for hosting us at your beautiful home. And thank you to Valerie, Valerie, without all your hard work to organize and take care of all these details, we would not have had such a successful retreat. And I know firsthand how much work retreats are. And so thank you, ladies. The event was absolutely flawless. So if you're listening right now and you feel like you need to meet some cool new friends, maybe a new travel buddy, or maybe you're like me and you work a bit too much and you need a forced hobby, then you can head over, check out the Girly Book Club, and maybe I'll just bump into you at a meeting sometime. And I think they just launched their annual membership so you will literally be able to sign up for the year and this gives you the chance to drop into any club any member around the world to see what the different clubs are like which is really cool right and so it's no coincidence that we're talking about retreats because this is the perfect opportunity for you to zoom out of your business so let's just make a natural segue over here back into the episode and our topic today of zooming out with your business so first Let's start at the very beginning. Let's talk about what zooming out of your business means. What I'm talking about is when you take a pause, when you step back, when you look at the big picture of everything that is going on with your business. For those of you who have worked with me, we call this constellating your business. You've likely done this exercise with me, right? You sit down and you draw out all those items in your business. It helps you to do an audit of what's working, what isn't. It's kind of like a business model canvas. So now that you know what zooming out of your business means, you're looking at the big picture, let's take a look at some of the common signs that you know that are going to tell you, hey, it's time to zoom out of your business and have a big picture look. First off, a really common one that I see a lot is when people are in the weeds. And what I mean by this is you're too wrapped up in all the details of your business. You're focusing and you're stressing on all the small things, the inner working of your business. A second sign is feeling completely overwhelmed and no longer sure if you're even on the right track with the business anymore. And unfortunately, this is a lot more common than you'd think. Especially if it's your first business, sometimes I see people get inclined to do the tactics of the business, right? They get uh, comfortable just working on the day-to-day stuff, not the big picture stuff. And that's just normal, right? That's natural. Especially if you've come from a job, you're used to executing on tasks, not thinking about strategy. Now, a third sign that you need to zoom out is maybe you're just feeling completely stuck. Or worse yet, maybe you feel like you're in quicksand and you're just sinking. Maybe you're spinning your wheels and you're working hard, but you just don't feel like you're going anywhere. You know that feeling? So this is a very, very, very frustrating place to be, and it can literally just suck the life right out of you. Now, a fourth sign is just complete and utter exhaustion. You're tired, and no matter what you do, you just can't seem to get caught up. I call this an energy deficit. And I know this is a place I get to sometimes because it's really hard for me as an empath to really manage my energy levels 
pretty much it feels like every time I spend time with people, it's draining my energy level. So I have to be really careful about how I manage that. And then the last sign that you need to zoom out of your business is that you have a lack of passion. You're doing the work. Maybe you're making progress. You're seeing things happen, but you don't feel inspired or you don't feel fulfilled. This is usually because you're disconnected from your purpose. So those are some of the top signs that you need to zoom out of your business. I'm going to recap them here right now. There's five of them first. And check in with yourself. Have a good gut check right now and see if any of these apply to you. First, you're completely in the weeds. Second, you feel completely overwhelmed and off track with your business. Third, you feel stuck. You're spinning your wheels and you're not going anywhere. Fourth, you feel completely exhausted and maybe even in an energy deficit. And last, a complete and total lack of passion. So now you know what it feels like when you need to zoom out. Let's take this segment to look at some of the causes that are getting you to this place because the best thing to do here is to avoid any of this happening. All right. So first off, you're not spending enough time on strategy. You're not thinking long term. You're not looking at the big picture. This is what causes us to feel like we're in the weeds all the time, right? We get too suffocated and focused on tactics. And I want to say that this is perfectly normal. I find myself here all the time. We're human. It happens. But you've got to be conscious of it when it does happen. The second cause is not spending enough time being connected to your purpose, to your big why. You're not dreaming enough. You're not staying focused on that big vision that gets you really excited and really resonant. This is what gives you that emotional connection to keep going through the highs and through the lows. Now, the third cause is that you're probably worrying about details too much. You're sweating the small stuff. Maybe, maybe you have your perfectionist saboteur distracting you all the time, telling you that things have to be perfect. Remember, you have a finite amount of time and you need to focus your time on the big impact things that only you can do. Now, the fourth is a natural dovetail of number three, and this is that you're not leaning into other people for help enough. And this means that you're not delegating enough to other people. So those are the four biggest causes or reasons that you need to zoom out. Let's go through them right now because creating a blueprint, yes, is important, but knowing how to prevent yourself getting here is even more important. First, you're not spending enough time on strategy. Second, you're not spending enough time connecting to your purpose. Three, you're worrying about details too much. And four, you're not leaning in to others. Now, I got to be honest, zooming out is not something new. This isn't my concept. Some of the most powerful leaders that I admire do this regularly, and they really encourage people to do it. 
I'm gonna take Bill Gates as an example. So he is famous for taking Think Weeks, which are solitary retreats where he reads hundreds of newspapers, magazines, and reports. And this inspires him about strategy, about vision, and about the future of technology and where it's heading. So zooming out is a powerful and very necessary strategy, not only to recharge your energy and give you perspective, but it also allows you to open up space to welcome new ideas and approaches. And this think week approach from Bill Gates, it gives him the chance to sort of zoom out, look at the business, look at the whole industry and the landscape and have big picture strategies and approaches. All right, so it's time to blueprint how to zoom out. And we're going to create this based on you, what works for you, what you need, and what will be realistic. Now, I guarantee when you start your business, you're going to say, oh, I'm going to do this all the time. It's going to be great. And I'm going to really commit to this. And then you get busy. And in practice, I see this planning and strategy always go on the back burner because we get busy and we just think, oh, you know, I'm just going to get caught up on work and then I'll go away and focus on the big picture. It's kind of like that long standing battle between doing and being, between the head and the heart. There's a battle between seeing and looking at things micro detail and zooming out to look at the macro, the big picture of where we're going. Now, the big advantage of zooming out is that it gives you perspective to see what is working and what isn't working. It helps you remind yourself about where you are going and why you're going there. And if you need, you can recalibrate yourself back on track to what is important to you. Because when you start out and you have an agenda of where you want to be, that's normal. You can really, really quickly get off track and get consumed by other people's agendas, okay? So in order to blueprint for zooming out, we're going to do four things, all right? First off, I want you to decide and think about what zooming out looks like for you. So since you're a personal development junkie like me, you probably have a pretty good idea of what environment would stimulate you and would work for you. So earlier I talked about Bill Gates and his Think Week, and that might be something that would work for you. But we also have to remember that he is a very, very strong introvert. So being alone for a week is really exciting and stimulating for him, and it might be for you. Your optimal environment to zoom out is going to be different than the next person's. So there's no right or wrong. There's no perfect model here. I want you to think about what would work for you. All right. So you might want to be with others. You might want to be on your own. You might crave structure. You might need to be part of a group that's going to guide you and walk you through the visioneering process. That's okay. No right or wrong. Just know what works for you. All right, number two. The second tip is to build a structure of how to do this regularly. And that just means make a commitment. Is this going to be something that you do weekly, monthly, quarterly? Again, there's no right or wrong. You just have to decide what it is that you can commit to that is realistic, 
right? Don't say, I'm going to take one day off site every week because that may not be realistic. And you need to find something that is going to actually happen, right? There's no right or wrong, but find a way that you can prioritize this and make it a non-negotiable. Number three, acknowledge the value in taking this time off. You know, I love the Bill Gates example of a think week, and he is notorious also for being a big reader. And I want you to start paying attention to other examples of people that you admire and really document or write down how they prioritize taking time off because this will really inspire you to make it a priority and to uphold it as a priority and to never, ever, ever compromise it. Because trust me, it will be really tempting to just skip over it when you get busy and your saboteurs are probably going to kick in and tell you that, you know, if you just work a little harder, you'll get caught up on work. But the truth is you will never, ever, ever get caught up on work. You just won't. That's the reality of being an entrepreneur. There's a never ending list of things that can be done. And so You just have to have regular reminders from others that this is a priority and it just has to happen. And lastly, number four, I want you to also build the habit of asking others for input. Now, this might be a mentor, could be a coach, could be a consultant. It could be someone who is completely outside of your industry and doesn't understand your business. Sometimes you can get a lot of wisdom from having a fresh perspective or a complementary industry. You don't have to have all the answers. Remember that. You don't. Get in the habit of asking others, of getting advice, whether you take it 100% or not, it doesn't matter, but getting advice from outside of you and your business is really, really important. And as I was working on this episode, I couldn't help but think back to the book, The E-Myth, right? We covered this in episode 128, 129, and this book is the perfect example of really why zooming out is so important. Remember, we talk about the three main roles that you play in your business, the entrepreneur role, the manager, and the technician. And when you're sucked into the weeds as the manager and the technician, you have to remember to put your entrepreneur hat on to zoom out because it's the entrepreneur that needs to zoom out and have that think week or the think weekend or day or whatever it happens to be. So remember those three roles, the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician and prioritize time spent as the entrepreneur. All right, it's time to start wrapping up this episode. And I want to give you a little perspective, a little inspiration from some really great leaders who understand the importance of zooming out and of taking time off. Let's start with Reed Hastings, the CEO of Netflix. He says that you often do your best thinking when you're hiking in a mountain or something. You just get different perspectives on things. I couldn't agree more. Then let's go to Bill Gates. Feels like Bill Gates is a theme today in this episode. It may not be too surprising that one of my favorite ways to relax is to keep learning. On average, I try to read a book a week and I always bring a whole tote bag of books when I go on vacation. 
Let's look at Oprah. Now, Oprah admits to being a workaholic way back when she was a reporter in her 20s. Now, it wasn't until she began to feel really burnt out that she realized the importance of really taking time off and taking vacation. Now, whenever she begins to feel exhausted, she pulls back. She admits now that she just gets really stressed, really irritable, and she is anxiety prone and not the person who she wants to be. So vacation and taking time off is a priority to her. And lastly, Richard Branson who is known for really prioritizing time with his family and living a really balanced life. And he says, if you don't have time for the small things, you won't have time for the big things. I really hope that this episode inspires you to really think about zooming out, zooming out of your business or maybe out of your life. Look at that big picture, take an inventory of what's working, what's not working. And remember those four key tips. First, decide what zooming out looks like for you. Two, build a structure of looking at the big picture regularly and make it a non-negotiable. Three, acknowledge the value in reflecting and taking time off. It's so important. And lastly, build the habit of asking others for their input. Remember the oxygen mask analogy, whenever you get on a plane, they always go through this. When an emergency happens, you are always prompted to put on your oxygen mask first so that you can help others around you. Because if you don't take care of yourself, then you won't be able to help anyone else. Thanks for hanging out with The Corporate Yogi. Remember, being an entrepreneur can be intense and isolating at times. Don't do it alone. Become part of Julie's Facebook group called Conscious Business. And if you're really serious about growing your biz, visit thecorporateyogi.com and book a free strategy session with Julie today.